why? I'm sure you're asking, why would you even do this? Do you want to learn how to do a cash flow forecast for your business on your own? Then this is for you. This special episode is brought to you by Thrive Financial Coaching. From surviving to thriving. Hi there, and welcome to the Leaky Bucket Podcast. I'm your host, Ian Morgan, and this is the Financial Performance Podcast for entrepreneurs looking to get a better understanding of their numbers, to plug the leaks in their business, and to move from surviving to thriving. Welcome. So today, this is all going to be about how to get started in doing cash flow forecasting. Now, this is not a, this is how you must do cash flow forecasting. It's a prescriptive method, and it is not the be all and end all perfect method. This is the version one method so that you actually get started. Okay. Now, there's a few things you're going to need. And if you don't have them, listen to me, pause and go get them. You need access to your business bank account, bank statements for the last two to three months. Okay. If you don't have them, go get them now. Hit pause go get them. Right. I'm assuming you've now managed to go and get your business bank payments for the last two to three months. You're going to need those in a moment. Let's park them, place them to one side. First of all, here are the areas. We have got realistically three key steps that you're going to follow. Step one. Step one is all about predicting your income. Now, For some businesses, this is going to be really simple and easy. Other businesses, massively more challenging, right? But what you need is a science, a methodology, some kind of logical approach. Now, if you take our business, which is effectively a subscription model business that works on a monthly repeating pattern, predicting our income is far, far easier. We have a little bit, maybe two to 3% per month that's unpredictable income. But other than that, we know where we're going to stand pretty much each month. So ours is nice and simple and straightforward. And if you've got one of those, it's going to be a nice, great, easy task for you. If you don't have a predictable business, then you're going to have to use information from the past to try and help you predict the future. Now, again, this isn't as scientific, but it's the best information you've got. So what are you going to be doing going forward that means that you're going to be able to say you're going to have X amount of income in this particular week, month or whatever. Now, in terms of the timescales we're looking over, if you want to keep it simple, all we're going to predict is three months. Three months. That's it. And the reason for only doing three months is if you go much further, the accuracy can certainly drop off. If you can see alarm bells within a three-month period, then you pretty much know that further on is going to be a bit of a challenge. Things are going good. That's all right. But we just keep our finger on the pulse and watch how that goes. As it and the other angle, I suppose, is that you're not going to do weeks. Um, in my view, weeks in businesses today, it's just too lumpy. Um, you're going to have an up and a down and an up and a down. You want it over the course of a month. Most things that we do, most things we operate on, work on monthly cycles. If weekly in your business is a far more um, normal pattern, 
then do a 13 week one, right? But 13 weeks and looking through it and getting all the time in, right? It just, it does make it complex. Okay. Do it based over a month. You're making sure that realistically start month and end month balances are good. And you should know what your maximum costs are. And hopefully you're not going to go below that balance. Okay. So predicting income. Once you've worked out what your historic looks like and how you're going to use that to predict your future, or that you know what your current um, recurring revenue models are, simply place them in, in a couple of areas. So firstly, normal business. Then you want business that you're going to lose. So if you're a repeating model business, are you going to retain everybody? Probably not. Who are you going to lose? How much? And how much is that going to cost you? How much are you going to get from existing clients in terms of new work orders, upgrades, uh, and so on? And then what are you going to get from any new business that you win that wasn't in the business already? Okay. All of that should give you an adjusted income for each month. And that's simple. Okay. So you've just got existing income, lost income, new income from existing clients, new income from new clients. And that's it. If you're not a repeating business model, like I say, this is probably all going to be new income from new clients. That's pretty much it. Okay. Then we're on to point two. Point two is predicting your delivery cost. Okay. That's not driving a vehicle around and going delivering stuff. It is the cost of you being able to deliver what people have bought. Okay. Now, if you're a product-based business and somebody's bought off you a calculator, then what's your cost of being able to get a hold of the calculator and get it delivered to the customer? They may have paid £15 for it. Maybe you managed to buy it for three. It costs you three to, to deliver it. It costs six. Plus maybe the cost of somebody, you know, the person who's in the packing um, and shipping department, they need to be able to be paid. So there's that cost to include as well. If you are a, a service business like ours, our cost of delivery is the cost of the main software that the clients use. So for our case, it's Zero and Dext, they're the main ones. Then it's the cost of our staff who are, who are delivering those services. Okay. That gives us the cost of delivery and it gives us effectively a gross profit, but it's a gross cash flow at this stage, right? If you were literally going to operate on the, mo operate on the most simple of methods, and it's this level of income and these level of delivery costs. That gives us this outcome. Now, when you're looking at delivery costs, it is the, the bare basics of what required. Okay. I don't want you to get any fancier than that because point three in a moment, we're going to look at other costs and we're going to split them into two areas. But for us, we can't deliver what we do without zero indexed and our delivery team. Okay. Now we're on to three. And point three is where your bank statements come in. Okay. Now what you're going to do is you're going to go through your bank statements for the last two to three months. And I want you to have two colored highlighted or pens, or if you don't, you just have one pen. We're just going to be able to mark things in two different ways. One's going to get stars. One's going to get circles. Okay. But you need something that can mean that they can clearly stand out. Now, what you're going to need to do is basically go through each item that goes out of the bank. If it's gone to you, okay, that's separate because that's for you. 
But if it's going out to pay for something, whether that's paying for, maybe it's paying for rent, maybe it's paying for some software, maybe it's paying for accountancy services, maybe it's paying for some legal services or HR, maybe it's paying for your mobile phone, whatever, you're going to label one of two things. Either this cost is essential and necessary for the business, or this cost is an optional, nice to have luxury. That's the only two options, essential, optional. And now what we're going to aim to do is list these in two separate sections, your essential costs, your optional costs. Why? Why? I'm sure you're asking, why would you even do this? And this is the reason too many business owners disassociate the business money, their own money. Rightly so. It's not your money. Yeah. However, very, very easy to spend money that isn't yours. So what we're going to do is we're going to change things up and go, if you've got these essential costs to running your business to maintain the standards and the quality that you want, then what we're left with is these optional costs, but we're not going to, we're not going to have the equation being income, less delivery costs, less essential costs, less optional costs leaves me. Well, I'm left to pay. No. Okay. You don't go at the end. Okay. Your pay comes before optional costs. Okay. So if you have 10,000 of income, that 5,000 on delivery, spend 1,000 on then your essential costs, you're left with 4,000. If you want 3,000 out for yourself, now you've got a choice. The 1,000 that's left is the excess. Do you want to bring in some of those optional costs because they, you think they add value or do you want to maintain that you can have 4,000? Also goes the other way. If you ended up with 3,000 as your answer, we haven't put any optional costs in. Now become the case to go, oh, if I'd like to put one of the optional costs in and let's say it costs 500 pounds per month. What you mean? I've got to let go and reduce 500 pounds of my income. Oh, now that put a different twist on it. Is that really worth it? And it brings back that close relationship between you as the business owner and the business owner. Okay. So just to recap, first of all, predict your income only for the next two to three months or 13 weeks if you particularly want to go week. Then predict the delivery costs in order to deliver that level of income. Make sure this is all realistic as well. Then thirdly, you're going to review your historic costs from your bank statement, and you're going to split them between necessary or essential and optional. The necessary will get listed first, then what you'd like to have, then your optional costs. But you need a total after each section. Yeah. So if you go. It's income less delivery costs equals total, less essential costs equals total, less what I would like equals total, less my optional cost. So you can see how it builds out from each stage. And then all you do add at the bottom is you go, what's my opening bank balance at the start of the next month? What's my movement going to be based on my predictions? Therefore, what's my closing bank balance going to be? Next month, same process. Starting with the same as the ending for last month, 
The movement is the movement in the month. The ending is the starting plus or minus the movement. And that's it. It's simple, straightforward, doesn't overcomplicate it, gets you started. You can start it now. You can always make improvements and create version two, version three, version four later. Don't let it hold you back. Don't be scared of it being wrong and don't be scared of the results. You need to be able to predict your future. If you don't know what's coming, you can't avoid it. So get doing your cash flows. Special thanks to Thrive Financial Coaching for sponsoring this episode. If you want to take your business to the next level, hop on Thrive's Profit Amplifier Quiz. Answer 15 questions and they'll send you a personalized report for your business growth. You'll find the link in the description below. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Leaky Bucket Podcast. I'd love it if you could help spread the message by clicking subscribe and leaving a review. Also, please do reach out to me on LinkedIn and let me know your thoughts on this episode. You can also find more info and links in the show notes below. See you next time.